Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Years ago, I began recording the bedtime stories I told my children every night. Now, we would like to share those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my Stories for Wonderful Children. Flip-Flop stood in the middle of a large circle of penguins. Flippo was standing near him, and all the other penguins were standing around to listen to what they were saying. So I'm waiting here, said Flippo. Tell me how you're going to get all these rocks for these mermaids that they can carry so we can get a penguin jam. Well, certainly, said Flip-Flop. Here, you've got all these penguins bringing in these little magic pebbles into the ice caves, right? And Flippo said, yeah. And Flip-Flop said, and you keep stopping the penguins, right? And Flippo said, yeah. And Flip-Flop said, well, surely you must catch at least some of them with their little pebbles. And Flippo said, yeah. And Flip-Flop said, so it's easy. We'll just take the pebbles, give the pebbles to the mermaids, and then they'll turn them into the rocks. And Flippo said, no. And Flip-Flop said, no? Why not? Flippo said, here, I'll show you. And he took out a pebble. And he handed it to Flip-Flop. He said, here, we took this one off a penguin three days ago. Go ahead. Flip-Flop said, okay. He took the pebble and he tossed it down to the ground. And nothing happened. He poked it with his paw. It stayed a pebble. He picked it back up again. He shook it around his paws. He blew on it. He tossed it down on the ice again. It stayed a pebble. It bounced a couple times. He looked up at Flippo. He said, this one's broken. Flippo said, no, good buddy, that's the problem. Those are magic pebbles. They're sanguine magic. We don't know how to work it. You don't know how to work it, said Flip-Flop. Well, can't you just, I don't know, do some magic-y something on it? You go right ahead, said Flippo. Yeah, said Flip-Flop, I see your point. But there must be some way. Can't we make a sanguine tell us how to make them work? Have you ever tried to make a penguin talk, said Flippo? Doesn't work. They don't talk. They don't talk, said Flip-Flop. No, said Flippo. They just make that ah sound. Sounds like a squeaky door. It needs some oil to me. I don't know how they communicate. Must be some sort of fairy magic thing. Fairy magic, said Flip-Flop. Hmm. What we need is some fairy magic. You know some fairies, good buddy? Well, I don't really know any fairies, said Flip-Flop. But I know someone who does. He said, let me take this pebble and go have a talk. And so he did. He disappeared on the Cat's Paw Highway. And Flippo and the penguins waited for him to come back. They waited all night and part of the next day. While they were waiting, they captured three more penguins in their ice caves they had to unbury one more entrance to the ice caves. And they had two penguins that got hurt by running into rocks while they were belly sliding through the ice caves. When Flip-Flop finally came back, he did not look happy. So what the fairies say, good buddy, said Flippo. Flip-Flop shook his head, he said. They said that it was frost fairy magic, and they don't understand how it works. It's not even ordinary frost fairy magic. Apparently, penguins have a special kind of frost magic that's all their own. They said that usually magic like this works by some kind of special activating word. 
you have to know the secret word in order to make it work. And you wouldn't even have to say it out loud. You just have to think it. Alrighty, said Flippo. Well, I'll tell all the penguins that get rocks, start thinking words at them, and we'll let you know if we come up. But I mean, the word could be anything, right? Yeah, said Flip Flop. Well, tell you what. Why don't you think, we'll leave that rock with you, and if you think of something, then we'll do it. Otherwise, I guess we're going to have to start hauling rocks down to those mermaids. Hauling rocks down to the mermaids? That could take years if you use big rocks, said Flip Flop. Yeah, said Flip Flop, but, you know, it's our only choice right now. All right, said Flip Flop. Before he went back to the Elysium, he sat with his rock for a while and thought words at it. He thought tree. He thought hamster. He thought claw. He thought bird, flower, duck, orange, building, he thought, cloud, ice, icicle, ice cream. He thought maybe it was something cold. Singlin. He thought, he thought singlin, he thought frost fairy, he thought frostbite, he thought frost, he thought frosty sickles, he thought frosty toes, he thought, he thought frosty from Wendy's, he thought, he thought, he thought frost, Frost fumes. <laughs> and then all that talk of frost sickles started making him hungry, so he started thinking hamburger, <laughs> hot dog, chicken strips, macaroni and cheese, spaghetti, spaghetti and meatballs, lasagna, catnip, cat food, dog food, dog, cat, lion, tiger, bear. Ocelot, ostrich, <laughs> owl. But no matter what he thought at the rock, it just sat there and stayed a little pebble. Finally, he picked it up in disgust and started on his way back towards... Did he ever mention the, rock? The Elysium. He actually did mention rock. While he was walking back to the Elysium, he was still thinking words that he thought rock. He thought snow, snowball, snow boulder. <laughs> he thought uh, sleet, hail, thought all those things. And the thing is, he was so busy thinking uh, words at this pebble that he failed to notice the shapes that were following him at some distance. As a matter of fact, he did not notice them until they were really quite close to him. And then he heard the crunch of footsteps in snow, and he looked back, and there were three singlins behind him. He wasn't real worried, because Flip-Flop is a pretty big cat, and he figured he could probably take three singlins on his own. But then he looked up, and he saw that there were three more singlins coming from in front of him, and they were between him and the Elysium. He looked both ways, and he ran up a hill to his right. The singlins started up the hill after him. He was running wondering, how am I going to get away from him? I wonder if there's an ice cave entrance here. And he threw down a banana peel, and one of the singlets slipped on a banana peel. And he did not have his water gun with him, unfortunately. But as he reached the top of the hill, he was still thinking words at the pebble. He was thinking, elephant, um, rutabaga, uh, rhinoceros, uh, toenails, toe jam. <laughs> Peanut butter. <laughs> Fruity frog farts. <laughs> and, and 
Just as he thought, fruity frog farts. All of a sudden, he felt the pebble grow warm in his palm, and he dropped it, and it turned into a huge rock, and the rock hit the snow and rolled down the hill, and it knocked the penguins over, just like bowling pins. A bowling ball hit them, just scattered them all the way. And Flip-Flop went, yes! And he turned around and was the ice caves, and threw down his remaining banana peels and he slid to where the other penguins were and as he slid into the room he yelled hey flippo hey flippo fruity frog farts and flippo went what and all the penguins dropped their hot pebbles and it became boom, 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 boom. all the rocks all of a sudden they were in a room full of rocks <laughs> flippo looked around he's like great that's gonna take a while to clean up <laughs> how in the world did you guess that word flip flop said sheer luck Flippo said, okay, well, start collecting pebbles, everybody. They took the pebbles to the mermaids. They taught them the secret word. They wrote it down so they would not have to say it out loud and suddenly have more rocks than they wanted. The mermaids took the pebbles, and they managed to make their walls and their buildings, and they came back to Flippo and Flip-Flop, and they brought a glowing gem, and it was in the shape of a penguin, and it glowed sort of a deep blue color. Well, good buddy, said Flip-Flop, what do we do now? Well, I'm not sure, said Flip-Flop, but when we activated the cat gym, we tried to do things that were sort of the essence of a cat. We had a purr, and we had a laugh, and we had a growl. Hmm, said Flippo. Well, let's see here. Leela, she said, yes, Flippo, he said, why don't you take this for a toboggan slide on your belly? And so she did. She took the gym, and she went, Foop, and went sliding through the ice caves. And when she got back, the gem was glowing, and Flip-Flop said, well, is there anything else that is important to penguins? And Flip-Flop said, yeah, shake my flipper, and he held out his flipper, and Flip-Flop stuck out his paw, and they shook, and Flip-Flop said, an important thing about being penguins is friendship. And as he said it, and as they shook, the penguin gem grew blindingly bright blue, and then it faded to a bright blue glow. And they set it down on that central cave where all the penguins were, on a pedestal made of ice. And from that day forward, they never had any trouble with penguins coming into their ice caves. And they never had any trouble with frostbite filling up their cave with ice. But the penguins had trouble from then on, because Flip-Flop took great joy from time to time in sneaking out after painting his coat white so he couldn't be seen, sneaking out and looking for singlets, and when he found them, he would creep up very quietly behind them because he knew that they had their pockets full of magic pebbles, and he would sneak up right behind them, and then he would yell as loud as he could, Fruity Frog Farts! And all of a sudden, <laughs> the, the singlets would find that their pockets were bursting full of giant rocks. <laughs> <laughs> the Singwins learned to stay very far away from Flip-Flop and from the Elysium if they were carrying magic frost bubbles. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it or leave a review on your podcast provider. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com. 
and you can also find us on most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. Mm-hmm.